0: This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Bro gang, we are joined by the Vintage Viking. the is more Core Zeppelin. I wanna... Ah. The judge is so good, I don't want to leave, but I got to get, get get fitted with my guy fantasy to see the Greenpoint <laughs> governor, the Don Dot of digging in the crates, the Baron of the bins, the head honcho of the hunt, the Raja of resale, the Friday drop pharaoh, the maestro McGulrick founder of Vintage Store Fantasy Explosion, our guy, Kevin Fallon. Kevin. What's up, guys? Jesus. How you Christ? doing?
1: <laughs> wow. The best thing about this pod is I now know Kevin's last name so I could change his <laughs> contact in my phone from Kevin Fantasy Explosion to <laughs> Kevin oh, that, Fallon. That's,
0: that's still, that's what it's going to be till I die. How you doing,
2: Gosh, bro? Doing well, oh,
0: man. First
1: in-person guest pod. Thank you. In over a year. Thank you for putting your life on the line. Dude, it's my pleasure. For to have the have you throw guys gang and, and A1 content.
0: Thank you for allowing us to log on to your janky Wi-Fi. Yeah. It took me uh, 25 <laughs> yeah. attempts to get on.
2: Um, yeah, <laughs> the, we hacked it.
1: The, the password was on the evergreen your fucking, tanker. Your I'm router your router. Your router's vintage it's from 1987
2: yeah how you doing you're good doing well guys yeah thanks for having me
1: long first time long time yeah yeah let's do a fit check with the fucking guy Top down, bottom up. We already know, you know the fucking vibes. So yeah, yeah. I'll let you fucking so, take it from here.
2: Yeah, I'll go uh, bottom up. Uh, I got some uh, ACG trail runners on some Scarns. They're more like a basketball shoe, less of a trail runner. What's uh, what year did these come out? Oh, I have no idea. I just <laughs> found them on eBay and was like, had to have. Are you? I know that you're like heavily vintage your your
0: whole wardrobe, but like footwear is a lot of your footwear vintage.
1: No, I you had I the usually, Bur- you had the Burks on. I
0: had did the burks on earlier. Did That's did like change. my
2: office shoe, but right. uh, but yeah, uh, it just kind of. You're not a sneaker head. Ahead. No, 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 definitely not. Uh, but you know, because I, I, I cop what I like.
0: But like people, like rare sneakers and like '85s and shit. Like I imagine people are always on the hunt for. But like with vintage footwear. I guess if it's taken well care of, then that's one thing. But isn't that
2: kind of more risky than just like a T-shirt? Sure, yeah, Yeah. for sure. It's harder to wash. It's more effort. I don't know. I've never really gotten. Were these like brand new in box? These are brand new.
1: Would you buy used shoes?
2: Yeah, I definitely have before. Lots of loafers. Used underwear? (laughs) No, definitely not. Okay. Well,
1: maybe one day. (laughs) What socks we got on today?
2: Uh, I just got some Nike Dry Fits on. Okay, drifties. uh, The drifties. I got uh, a pair of newer uh, double knee Carhartts. That are rolled up right now because I still have to go to the tailor. Sorry. Morris You're getting guy. your double knees tailored? I, I They're way too long. I got short little legs. So okay. I gotta, yeah.
1: <laughs> are you torso uh, gang like me?
2: Torso gang. No, two no, two
1: cool. men that are all torso. I
2: look like Mike from Monster Tank. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Our organs are Mike huge. Mike Wazowski? Yeah,
2: yeah. Our organs are enormous. Yeah. yeah. Pins, not so much. <laughs> uh, and then I got a, what do I have on for a t-shirt? I have a vintage uh, Bronx basketball rec tee. Oh, nice. 90s. Okay. Uh, pretty sick. And then I have uh, the homies uh, at Bookworks uh, hooked me up for this.
1: Yo, Bookworks, you yeah. put that was in uh the most recent the dumper recent Thursday dumper. What's Fire. what's their deal? They're a record label or something, or it's some conglomerate? You tell I, us. I know Kev. them
2: through the clothing. out of homie uh, Eli who goes as space hose. He does uh, hmm. a lot of the. Uh, Graphics for them, illustrations and stuff oh, like that. And that man's yeah. very talented. Yeah, They're yeah. two homies.
0: They love jazz. They started <laughs> a fucking record label, but their merch is also fucking Big slapping. Gas. Yeah, yeah. It's in CHCM. It's in the Thursday Dumper. Did it sell out because I included the link in the Thursday Dumper? Yes. <laughs> um, you can take credit for that. But it's also they are. I mean, what better fuck it all type uh, way to live is there than just like linking up with your homie and starting a niche record.
1: Label? I mean, look what we're doing right now. Well, for I guess sure. Th- throwing fits records where dreams <laughs> yeah. comes true, dude. <laughs> TFR. We well, oh, got a musician right yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, then oh, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get yeah. into the fat beats later. The fat oh, beats oh, portion, <laughs> the the, the yeah. slappers corner. <laughs> yeah. And then let's t- tell me about this hat. Because when we got drinks the other day. You're wearing this fucking this is a grail.
2: Yeah. So this is one of my favorite hats, just uh, uh, vintage 90s uh scores new york uh gentlemen's club mm-hmm. at, yeah yes, we're Naptack. familiar <laughs> uh and, have you been uh, is that is this still open not this is currently it is I, I hope not <laughs> this is all the way in the west side though right yeah 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 but i, th- I think it's like a franchise i think there's more than one I okay one oh the for sure franchise. yeah
1: um, but the original is, is new york i think i believe don't quote so, me on that yeah, but
2: yeah i have no idea but
1: when you're buying vintage okay. hats is it all about like the shape or is it about the insignia because this like just is that that we were talking about like the perfect crown right this has that like perfect
2: the nice unstructured crown has a yep. lot to do with it the embroidery has a lot to do with it if it's interesting if the wordplay is tight you know how much vintage strip club <laughs> gear do you own uh this is about it right now behind really? you you could see the flash dancers oh, oh my god yes
1: we can look crazy. at those fucking jpeg babes dude yeah.
2: <laughs> It's insane.
1: No ad. not an ass in sight. Just three male ass thoughts. <laughs> God. Yeah, it's, we'll take uh, a picture of that for dispo. Yeah. Nary a cheek. Yeah, yeah.
2: Those, these are my, my two people. Uh, strippy pieces right now. Yeah. What
0: about uh, like says pretty good merch.
2: They have group, some of the best merch.
0: They the put simplest. out some fire um face masks during the the panini.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Is that a growing uh in terms of vintage categories and verticals? Do you think like strip club merch is gonna be like you know restaurants? Are, restaurant shit is pop has been for all you think strip clubs is that like if we were to trend forecast
2: yeah I, I for think 2021 i post some stuff like i posted that flash dead trustee and a lot of people were interested i think there's definitely a market for yeah for sure much like uh, strip clubs themselves i, I had a uh, i had a sapphire's lunchbox which was <laughs> wow. insane yeah uh a that's real. It's, it's, it's real that's some real
1: salt of the earth uh, strippers. You know, you bring a fucking pale lunch to, to, to yeah. fucking, or you yeah. stuff it with
2: singles. No, yeah, you yeah, put your singles in
0: there. Yeah, sure, the up to the fucking damn, club don't,
1: with, with Drake, and you, you don't, don't want to fucking lunchbox. rob that milk money. My G, <laughs> goddamn. Then let's talk about this little chain. Your your gold chain.
2: Yeah, I got. Uh, laced up by my boy Tommy Jules in Chinatown. Definitely go support him. He's doing God's work.
1: With that's him. a and that's just like a K for Kevin.
2: That's a K for Kevin. And I my like girl, Leah has an L for Leah. Oh, that's oh, that's cute as shit, dude. Present. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I have the little signet here, and then I have a, a a little bracelet that my girlfriend made me. Very friendship cute bracelet. Yeah. And the panties. Yeah. And the panties. Right now, I'm wearing. Uh, Do you also share them with your girl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We share the same panties. <laughs> okay. I, uh No, I think these are. Uh, some joints for, like Target, like some Hants. But not yeah. vintage. Not vintage. Brand new Boxers, not new.
1: boxer briefs.
2: Boxer briefs. Okay. okay. Yeah.
1: Welcome, welcome to the light side. Yeah. Again, Jim, wrong side of history. What are you um, gonna do?
0: There have been some notable boxer wearers. I've uh Reynolds Woodcock. Boxer wear, <laughs> Who's
1: not a real person. Tony Soprano. Also, also not, a not, a <laughs> not a real person. Boxer yeah.
0: wear, Um just two fucking alpha, you know, just cocks of the walk.
1: Yeah, Coxman for sure. <laughs> Though I guess Reynolds Woodcock. No, well,
0: he really. he's Woodcock.
1: You know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Yes. He had, he had, Hard as hell. He had biddies. He had muses. <laughs> uh, all right. That is a complete fit check. A drink check is
0: just some essential water. You're trying to get your electrolytes in. We get it. Um, Well, he's potting for the long haul. Yeah.
1: Again, first time, long time. He's got a fucking, he's leaving it all out on the field with the boys. Exactly. <laughs> no fucking bother.
0: All right. Fit check complete. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Um, Kevin, this recent trend, which has such a catchy name, Zizmore mm. Core. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> How does it feel yep. to be a founding father and a goddamn motherfucking pillar of uh, this Zismore core trend, which was written about head. by Stella Bugby in New York Mag?
2: Yeah. Uh, shout out, Stella, for that awesome uh, New York Mag article. You got a lot of love. I got a lot of love. It was awesome. Uh, everyone I worked with on that was was awesome. Uh, contributed a lot of p- pieces to that. Uh, had no idea that we we're going to end up calling it anything uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zismore core. Well, everything I, needs a name, right?
0: And it has to be tr- do, to to do you have core. a separate I, name for it?
2: No, I just, you know, I pick regionally. So it just happens to be
3: <laughs> a regional picker. He's a yeah, regional picker. It, it
2: just happens to be more New York stuff from my travels where I go, you know. Um, but uh, do you agree yeah. that it, that this kind of, uh,
0: you know, with everything in your closing with New York going through so much struggle, but also everyone like kind of realizing how much they love New York. And do you agree that this more core, whether you want to call it that or not, is like
2: legitimately a thing? Uh, I think that having pride in the place that you live, that's going through a tough time over and over again like right now like people people want to wear the city that they that they live rep in the and set they want to rep the set and, put on uh, and yeah. <laughs> that is kind of the extent for me i'm not i can't really like label it you know well you have been
0: on a bit of a press run right uh yeah. obviously the god caramonica was the first to profile you extensively yeah. um you spoke with gq about i forget there was a funny headline what was it i totally I, forget
2: i don't remember the, the, um, Fantasy Explosions, Big Bang.
0: Mm. <laughs> wow, banger. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: no fun intended. And then the Zizmore Core and Blackbird's fly plane, And now you are fucking cresting, peaking with the goddamn motherfucking boys. <laughs> it's only down from here, dude. what <laughs> yeah. um, Until Blackbird, you kind of kept your face all, uh, separate from the brand. And Lawrence and I were talking, like, yo, this guy's cool. He's hot. He's, he's handsome. <laughs> handsome. He's yatted up. Oh, thank um, He's all torso, but he's not bad to look at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that torso, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? Did you make the choice to stay anonymous for so long? And then why are you like kind of finally putting your face out there?
2: I don't think that it was really a choice. I just think that the whole purpose of fantasy as an idea was to celebrate the clothing that I would pick and find. And it's not about you. The world. It's not about me, you know. like,
1: But I- it is about your taste level, right? The curation, the picking.
2: I th- Yeah, that that's what's starting to evolve now. You know, just me becoming some sort of personality that's connected to do
1: you, do you have ambitions of being like a guy like james and i try so hard to be <laughs> out here yeah we're just we're just you is know, that two, is that a bit of very like a cool 24 year old yeah is that is that a i'm 25 is that a push and pull like internally for you just based on like who you are as a person
2: uh yeah definitely i don't want to really like put myself out there too hard i want to have it happen naturally mm-hmm. you know right. through I'd rather you want to force it. it no no definitely Not by going on podcast <laughs> yeah. yeah, yelled at for two it. and a half hours yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh but no i'm happy with the exposure and you know how it's developing right it, now the fact
0: that fantasy explosion went from a retail physical retail which we'll talk about a little bit um yeah. in a little bit to mainly ig yeah. right um has that been tough because you do have to kind of you did want to be brand first and Kevin second. Like, do you have a burner account where you're actually like, you know, liking thoughty pics away posting from your girlfriend's,
1: fit, posting fit, pics. Yeah, posting yeah, oh fit my, pics away I from your fit girlfriend's,
0: piece. uh,
2: working eyes, uh, I just have my, my personal Instagram, like separate from,
1: Oh dude, I yeah, need yeah. access. Is that a, is that a private account or is that? It's
2: not private. Yeah. Anyone can follow it. It's just, uh, you're going to put it out yeah, there. Do you want to, yeah. do you want
1: to shout it out? You want some clout? Uh, well, yeah, you, people could, you know, this is an early plug. We've never let someone plug within <laughs> breaking, the first 11 think, minutes. Breaking let's, news let's, of work. Yeah.
2: Let's, let's, let's skip that.
0: Oh, let's okay. No All right. What a
1: yeah, humble, yeah. what a humble genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love well, in, in due time, in
0: due time. You know what? If you, if you want to follow the, the Finsta, put in the work.
1: Yeah, right. or so sign up for Patreon it. and message us on Patreon and we'll provide it there. Yeah, there you go. Um, and we'll 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 toss Kev a couple nickels. Oh, OK, that but for
0: real, though, like Fantasy Explosion has been having kind of like these big moments. And um, obviously, this is the biggest but An <laughs> early one. Uh, truly an early one. A, yep. a really big moment for Fantasy Explosion was when Frank Ocean wore your Guggenheim hoodie, yep. which was some of your earliest merch. Do You know, like how he ended up with that in his possession.
2: Yeah, so uh the homie uh Jason Ryder, um he the God. Yeah.
0: From New York Times magazine. Formerly. Oh formerly. Now uh I think he's just kind of doing his own thing.
1: Oh shout out. Salute yeah. to he him. He was
0: he was at he was at T for a That's really what I'm thinking time. of T
1: Mag, yes. Great stylist, iconic yeah, yeah. New York stylist. Iconic.
2: Uh he uh it was in on the rack, but it was a personal piece, um, from him.
1: Oh like he was just wearing to the shoot yeah, or whatever.
2: Yeah, and uh Frank chose to wear stylists
1: it. own as they I, say I, in the I think biz. It, it
2: was Frank's idea to wear it so it just ended up happening did actually. he
1: do we know if Frank like got like asked Jason for it like does he does Frank still have it
2: no I think I think he gave it back he returned it but uh it'd be cool if he if he has well what, when
1: you on, saw right? that what was the what's the react because Frank I mean I don't know if you're a huge Frank Ocean fan but Frank is like not unimpeachable not. in terms of you know his yeah. artistry his yeah. fucking fashion personal style yeah
2: I mean I, it happened while I was working like an odd job as a PA on set, and was uh, like, no, "Fuck you! I'm out! Fuck, yeah. You. Yeah. fuck I'm out. you! Fuck you! Cool. Fuck you! You're cool! Fuck you! I'm out!" Yeah, <laughs> <And I laughs> stormed out of there. No, it was like such so fucking crazy, man. Like I couldn't like believe what I was looking at. Honestly. Was that like, one like, of the first
1: pieces chair. of merch that like you put out as fantasy?
2: Yes. One of the first, I think up until then, I'd only done a couple like MTA, like transit bootleg t-shirts and Mm. stuff. And then um, it was actually the Guggenheim was based on a uh, something I thrifted. So I kind of just, you know,
1: ripped off a reference, ripped off a
2: reference. I think it was like a middle school somewhere.
0: Besides just uh, telling everyone that you were freelancing with on set uh, to go fuck themselves (laughs) and storming off and immediately copying a Rolex or whatever. Like, seriously, (laughs) though, did that did that kind of legitimize fantasy explosion in your head? As something where you're like, whoa,
2: this could be, this might have legs. That was definitely a catalyst. That was definitely like a pivotal moment for fantasy and me just being like realizing like maybe I should put this sweatshirt back out again and maybe I should do this full time because it was fucking damn. Yeah. Shout
0: out fucking Frank, dude. What what, what was the uh, timeline between like this big moment and then you committing to fantasy full time?
2: maybe like a month or two Damn. yeah yeah my man moved quick i mean yeah. how can you deny that's a snowball effect what the fuck just happened yeah. you know i was like blown away the frank bump dude yeah, yeah. exactly it, it was wild <laughs> you know frank loves his bumps
0: yeah
1: what um what other <laughs> we actually have... don't know legend. we have yes. no idea if he he actually... let's be clear we're not trying <laughs> no, no, to get I'm, sued
0: i'm talking about rock climbing he's uh, a rock climber oh Bumping i thought you were talking about cocaine thing. yeah that too um have any other celebs that you know of copped fantasy explosion Whether Uh, whether the vintage vintage stuff, curation or you're getting all the customer
2: details, obviously. Yeah. quite a few oh really yeah yeah the list is pretty is
1: that when when that happens does that is that a more valuable customer than a fucking civilian a pedestrian
2: it it's (laughs) still just sick you know i just like to see the list the rolodex is pretty wild right but
0: you're not the type of guy and i respect this a lot
1: you're not the type of guy the opposite of guys like us to (laughs) regram
0: like let's say fucking i don't know jonah hill is wearing a a piece that you know that he copped on fantasy you're not the type of guy to put it on ig like jonah hill wearing fantasy explosion
2: I mean, it all depends on the post and, you know, I I think absolutely. If Jonah wore something, I would definitely repost it. But uh, I don't know if I would make like a huge moment right. out of it. You know, that's uh, about the slow growth.
1: Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. And that's like he's talking about It's like that organic vibe where it's like, you know, it needs to feel natural because how I mean, this space is so crowded. Right. And you see a lot yeah. of vintage guys, whether it's like pure vintage, like what you do, or it's like these archive kind of vintage with the yeah. higher fashion Johns. I mean, like getting it on celebs is like the only marketing that a lot of these guys and girls have.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm more in the market of just making everything accessible to everybody, whether that's like price point.
1: Democratization. I mean, the the price is world.
0: The price is something that uh, we would be bereft to not mention. And also does get mentioned everything where it's like, everything is seemingly like below 40 bucks, 50 bucks, which is like, a yeah. uh, fucking no-brainer when it comes to cop shit, except for the face-off yeah. at that I cop.
1: But,
2: you
0: know, <laughs> but that, makes sense. That. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. That's that
1: tax, dude. That's that zeitgeist tax. Yeah. What? Uh, so funny. who are some of these celebs that have copped? Yeah. Uh, that you feel comfortable sharing with the $18 Yeah, I'll
2: let them chill. You know what I mean? Okay. I'll let them do Respect. Uh, you know, I don't want to put anyone out there, but, uh, but there's been some pretty prominent people. A lot of uh, people that, that we know, the fans of throwing fits, definitely, mm. definitely. Uh,
1: see, look at that throw gang yeah. is just as valuable as an a lister. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. lying, by the way. We, yeah. we appreciate that, man, <laughs> making us look good. Can't we see Bernie Sanders and this fans, so you don't get gassed on that. So it's like, again, it's not a big huge like it's part of the business, but it's not something that you're like, I'm gonna double down on this and make like and maybe become like a dude who liaises with celebs, like just directly. And that's who you sell to because there's other people like that, like the buy appointment shit you see in New York. That's yeah, like,
2: of course, very gate kept. I welcome anyone to to come here to the office and shop personally or do any sort of like private shopping or whatever uh, i've done it in the past before with some of these people that i'm talking about but uh, uh, yeah, have you done it with civilians with civilians as well i have yeah yeah um and uh where were we at i'm sorry uh just like you, you're not trying to be that guy that's like right. oh like I'm look at my man,
0: role yeah. my celebrity clientele
2: no, you, yeah they, i mean no that's not the vibe
0: it can you because i know that you uh Obviously, can like see customer information. Is the majority of your fan base in the New York City area?
2: Um, yeah, or definitely. tri-state. I guess definitely, yeah. definitely a tri-state area. Majority, uh, in Manhattan or Brooklyn. Uh, but now, I mean, I'm shipping globally. It's worldwide now. It's mm. fucking. Is
1: worldwide. that is that? And I mean, this is a, a kind of loaded question, but I want to get your perspective. Is that because like New York is like the most fire brand, like full stop. Like the I, idea of New York that exists.
2: Yeah, personally, I feel that way. You know, I love anything that even just says New York's fucking hits. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like it, because I have so much New York stuff, so many New York pieces that it just resonates with New Yorkers naturally. Yeah, of know? course.
0: Um, is there a celeb and a, or, or like rapper or athlete that you would that you fantasize about <laughs> like one day
1: copying fantasy? Yeah. Uh, like your goat or whoever that would be.
2: Uh yeah, I mean there's there's a long list there. Uh maybe like maybe probably like an NBA player, Patrick Ewing. Yeah, like Patrick Ewing, if Patrick <laughs> Ewing showed up with the fucking knee brace on, <laughs> Her in the, the New York cap, I'd be fucking
1: come stumbling that. out of the yeah. tunnel.
2: Patrick Ewing, he's at the top.
1: Yeah, yo, so yeah. Just make a fucking fancy knee brace. Oh, Who no knows? God. Maybe Let's he, maybe it. he's one of our eighteen million listeners, dude. Is yeah. there a
0: celeb that would uh, maybe like wear some of your merch? He's like, oh my god,
2: yeah. <laughs> Who do you this not so want to see for in it? the brand? <laughs> oh yeah, there's <laughs> a long list. Food God, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I got to think about that one, but definitely a long list of people that I do not want wearing my shit.
1: Here, here's a question. When it comes to the celeb shoppers and you like having their information and stuff, have you ever been like reaching out to those people like after the fact and being like, Oh, I've, I have this thing that maybe you like, like do you engage with them or you're just letting people come to you and kind of letting it ride from there?
2: Oh no, definitely. I engage people. I even engage um, just like customers that, Will hit me up and be like, Hey, like I'm looking for a particular like A6 t shirt from like a marathon or something. Do you have this? Or like my dad did this thing with the parks department a long time ago. That's the, sick. I mean, if it's your fucking
1: worker. if someone in your family was like involved in the creation of the fucking merch, then I mean a lot of you times- deserve it.
2: I post a lot of previews on IG of like, right. uh, the things that are going to be on the Friday drop. Yeah. And sometimes people will hit me up with stories about like their dad designed that t-shirt and sold it at like a Brooklyn flea back in the nineties and like wondering if they could get their hands on it. And absolutely. We'll like Big get dicks. that to them. Yeah. 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 For sure. Do you, Damn, does respect. that
0: ever, cause I know like, um, it sounds like you, you, you have a lot of Intel sources Like, do you ever kind of take this intel from customers and be like, oh,
1: I didn't know that Budweiser did this thing in like Central Park in 96?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let me go hunt that. So that's even
1: like even talking to customers is like research, right? You're finding out about things that, again, you weren't even aware of.
2: I'm learning so much through the people that shop with me through those stories and like stuff that I like figure out through the clothes and in those situations it's fucking crazy like I'm-
1: do you see other vintage dealers cop from you and then relist and like mark shit up has that ever happened where you're where you're like trying to be as democratic as possible which i think is like legitimately noble knowing you as a guy it's not cap like that's real right. you're not blowing smoke up our ass just for you know all these people that are listening at home but i do wonder if people like take advantage of that to some degree
2: uh yeah i mean i've seen a lot of stuff pop back up on grailed uh, mm. i know that like a lot of the guggenheim stuff it's when frank wore it like they'll tag on grailed be like guggenheim sweatshirt frank Ocean sweatshirt. sure like blah blah blah, and uh shit like
1: that happens a lot I- does that bother you do you care or is that just proof that like the shit is valuable i don't give a fuck people can do whatever they want it's fine. <laughs> I don't care. a little libertarian mindset how much of the how much of the learning
0: about
2: like small pockets in york history is kind of what drives you That was the whole like inception of fantasy, like on my bike, like before I had a car, like going to all these thrift spots, learning about the city, eating at these restaurants, going to these places, figuring shit out the place that I was new to, you know, when I first moved here and uh, discovering like crazy romance I had with this place. Just like I think people do with the items that I sell, you know, they have the same associations and shit.
1: I think that's the beauty of that New York merch shit. Specifically, it is that that romance, right? Like the storytelling that comes from it's like, okay, I have this fucking vintage uh, tea from this restaurant that like hopefully still open. It's like, damn, I can like go and eat there. And like it becomes like, uh, you know, you're just creating like a story almost in your own life. You know what I'm
0: saying? Absolutely. Well, like in the Caramonica article, he's like, I have my own mental map of New York, right? Like I ate here. I used to hang out here. I used to see shows here. And that only that is like a fingerprint that is individual to him. And everyone has their own fingerprint that's individual to them. Like, you know, I went to this high school right. and I would go to this diner and then go to this after hour spot um, yeah. or hang on this neighborhood. And that's different. from that's That's different from yours? So like the fact like when you're scrolling through your previews, a lot of times like stuff just does not resonate
2: with me. But then
1: there's that one shirt
2: where it's
0: like,
1: oh, oh the shit. emotional like, connection is, is like yeah, instant. Exactly. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's that's the purpose of the, all the variety, you know. It's
1: such a universal like New York, right? There's so many people that live here, so many different types of people. And like everyone like has this kind of romance with it. But that experience, like you're saying, James, is so hyper specific that there really is like you truly have something for everybody maybe you even just visiting New York as like a kid right you don't even mm-hmm. live here now and you're like holy shit we you know my mom and I went to this fucking spot yeah.
2: <laughs> that's a testament to like when I'm out of state even outside of the tri-state area and I'll do pick I'll pick somewhere I'll go to a Goodwill or you know stop by a place of salvation in like Miami or something it's Florida especially because there's so many you know sure
1: exactly things. yeah
2: uh, but you know finding all these souvenir teas all over the country all over the world like so much of this shit it's
0: crazy do you think this kind of driving concept of fantasy explosion that we all just talked about, like this individual fingerprint of New York, could this work in any other city besides New York City? Or Do you think it's unique to here New York, at this is, scale?
2: At this scale, I don't know. New York is New York City, man. It's the greatest place on the fucking planet. Uh, it's the center of the universe. Uh, for me, that's, you know, I love this place so much. Uh, I think you guys do as well. Yeah. Um. And But I think that there's a lot of other people that have pride in the city that they live in as well. Like if someone was to do something similar that I do that fantasy does in Chicago, I think it would fucking hit. I think there's totally space for that. I think that like that sort of uh vibe is welcome in any city, you know,
0: uh, are there people doing that in like Chicago? I don't know. LA, like, yeah, you would probably know like, better
1: than us.
2: Yeah. I don't fucking know. But like, I think that every vintage store regionally anywhere has those local items that, right. that, that, that same sort of vibe.
1: Yeah. Know? It's just a scalability thing, I think, like at this yeah. level, yeah, for sure. I guess it is kind of unique to some degree to the to the city that that we live in and call home.
2: I may have hyper focused on it a little bit <laughs> you, you think
0: yeah. you it? Yeah. do you have a uh, personally speaking like a Mount Rushmore of New York City institutions, whether it's like a restaurant or you know venue everyone knows or specific to you, like what's your top four unranked
2: New York City institutions, Mount Rushmore institutions? Oh my God. Uh, well, we could start with the met for sure, sure. Mm-hmm. metropolitan opera uh, yeah,
1: yeah we are doing this in the in the fantasy archives so yes, uh, so we're, we're talking surrounded, about surrounded so, so we're yeah. talking about a uh you're, you pointed to a metropolitan museum of art japan tour 1997 t-shirt and i
0: asked about this when i was here uh last week or two weeks ago and you are like nope not for sale yeah, yeah <laughs> no that's that's a grail that's priceless sure. yeah
2: um you just can't really find that uh but that's one the metropolitan opera uh second as far as vintage goes not as a private
1: oh is, that's is, that's the that's the that's the opera house not the museum of art that is the opera house. okay yeah, got it okay. I just mean per, personally
0: speaking for you like is yeah. it scores is it fucking you know uh flash you know larry flint's <laughs> hustlers
1: club or whatever <laughs> yeah. i mean i
2: can speak on like how i feel when i find certain items definitely putting that like if i find anything from metropolitan opera it's right on that Mount say less more. um
1: and that's not even going up for sale right that's going no, into that's the archive just, yeah that's right. just in the
2: archive that's uh, for anything mta that i find you mm. know I don't necessarily agree with all of MTA's business practices, but <laughs> yeah. uh, anytime I find, I think the
1: fare just went up uh, yeah, again. Jesus. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, also, uh, New York Philharmonic is sure. up there as well, and obviously, probably like my biggest grail of anything I find is uh, anything New York Times related. Mm, yeah, sure, that's for sure.
0: I was at a socially distanced, responsibly held, uh, little backyard pop out this past weekend, and
3: (laughs) pop up pop
0: out. (laughs) A friend of mine had the uh, when I move, you move, just like that fantasy tote bag. Oh, cool! And we were talking about you, and I was like, "Yo, he's coming on the pod tomorrow or in two days." Um, And another friend works at the MTA, and he's like, "Yeah, like," and you talked about this, like specific bus depots and train depots, like have uh, their own like slogans and their own like um, custom. work where yeah. right and he was like yo hit me up uh I might be able to just kind of like find some shit like maybe like you know
2: so yeah so I don't know if you have like an MTA plug let's talk after the pod but <laughs> uh there are a bunch of people in the city like in every borough these dudes that do screen printing and patch embroidery uh and sell to people at bus depots they set up a table on payday and there's just a table full of like the sickest mta shit that's a lot of the stuff that i find is made by these dudes who just sell
1: oh it's like custom stuff it's not necessarily official
2: i don't know what the mta provides whether it's patches or like a jumpsuit or whatever to all the different specific people that work there but uh yeah i think for the the,
0: uh, uh, temporary train car cleaners they provide a pair of latex gloves <laughs> yeah, yeah say hey clean up all this human shit please <laughs> yeah. for
1: less than yeah those are those uh, best in class business practices we've uh we've been talking <laughs> yeah. about
0: um i mean you've been in new york for what like eight nine ten years now nine years now
1: is Ooh, there... you're bit the 10 year that's when you become an official new yorker right
2: yeah that's what they say allegedly yeah. allegedly yeah that's what they say
0: um is there like what's a what's a new york city event at any point in history that you wish <laughs> that you were present for? Like 9-11. Oh, Jesus. The Yankees winning in like, you know, 96, 97, it, 98. It, it, Rangers, 98.
1: back-to-back cups. That was a big I, one. That was a, that was a big one. Uh, back-to-back. I'm, didn't they win? Or no, right, just 94. I think, oh, that was 94.
2: So. Right now, Maybe probably. Maybe like the Devils. I think <laughs> yeah. a huge one would be 1995 Pavarotti in the park.
1: Ooh, <laughs> funny you should mention <laughs> that. Yes, <laughs> Is that the outro music? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Right now, I have put on by Jeezy and Kanye. Oh, might, yeah. have to, <laughs> might have to do that instead. Yeah, let's switch it up. Pa- pavarotti in the park how many yeah. shows did he like do
2: i have no idea but they were mad he's playing shows. to a lot of people was that was that free people? or they were i'm not sure if it was free or not why is this your grail event <laughs> uh it just looked fucking crazy he was the highest paid entertainer in the world and he was doing these shows in central park and goddamn right sex symbol yeah uh, yeah and then uh you know right now i'm just like fiending to go to any fucking
3: right show. right, so right. It's like,
2: sure god uh is opera your thing i listen to a lot of opera like yeah i like opera like we're 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 working on a bunch of opera stuff right now so you know throw that out there but uh yeah
1: little preview for the remix yeah
2: (laughs) um is there
0: an era of new york city and is it the 90s that you kind of wish that you lived in and why would you why do you wish you'd lived in that specific era
2: i i mean 90s new york like just from what i see from what i'm you know picking and collecting and sports in archive, sports birth of hip hop I, I mean there's so much that was here in the 90s and still is but there was just such a special place you know during that decade 1990s, not the 1790s like
0: the gangs <laughs> new york shit yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. oh yeah yeah okay. yeah five shout out five points dude i need some dead five rabbits. i need some five points mur- i need a, a custom Merkin from <laughs> yeah, whatever Wait, yeah. a dead rabbit hat yeah <laughs> but
2: no brainer 90s you know
1: no brainer 90s yeah i guess that's kind of the vibe
2: all right. Well, we talked about how um,
0: you kind of have you know focus on the tri-state area, and you have all these plugs, all these sources, all this intel from your customer base, from all your homies. Like, what's just your general hunting process? Hunting
2: process. Wake up six a.m. Hop a. M. in the car. Huge cup of coffee from Variety at McGorlick, <laughs> McGullrick, and then uh, I drive a lot. Like I'm on the road maybe like three, four days a week. Damn. Uh and on on road dude on the road and uh I'm usually hitting like 6 to 12 spots a day.
0: What spot are these like estate You're sales?
2: You're Goodwill's or, or what's the vibe? Whatever's on the agenda. Like sometimes I'll do uh uh Goodwill's on the way to every other place that I go to. Salvation's on the way, uh all these like major thrift spots that are like the size of Target.
1: How do you like. is there like some and excuse this extremely naive question, but is there like a mailing list for these estate sales? How do you even find out about like, like you checking the old bits? Like, what's yeah. the...
2: Uh, yeah, just like the back of the times. Uh, I would uh, just go online and just look them up. There's a couple websites that you can go to and just look up estate sales,
1: like... Is there like a crew, like when you know you're going to estate sale, you're going to see like certain homies because like they're they're after the same stuff, or...? I,
2: I honestly don't go to too many estate sales. The ones I have been to, I have seen people that I know because if there's an estate sale with a clothing listing, you can, in on like Long Island, you can guarantee that there's going to be another picker there. So I'm just yeah. like, I don't want to go through that competitive bullshit.
1: Oh, Really? Are there yeah. other guys that, like, so is there a vintage seller you think that loves the competition versus, like, you're more of, like, a, a lover, not a fighter? I
2: don't even think about it. You know yeah. I am mean, just on my own journey. <laughs> I don't think about them at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm on the road alone, solo. I'm just picking, like, Dolo. Is and that, like, come is come that zen
1: again. time for you? Do you enjoy that? Or is that, like, is that, like, a bummer part it, of the it's job? It's
2: my favorite thing to is do. Is that when you will mean, the it, pod? It, that's why I listen to the pod. That's honestly, I'm listening to the pod. A
1: road dog.
2: I, I've been. I've flipped through thousands and thousands of pieces listening to to this pod. Damn,
1: dude. For that's sure. why your luck is so good because you got your fucking karma why, going crazy. Like,
2: you're like, wait, why did
0: I only pick up <laughs> yeah. beer and stripper? <laughs> yeah, you're like, what's happening? Week? My brain is being <laughs> fucking polluted, dude. Yeah. What are you like? Okay, so for any aspiring vintage hunters out there, because a picker, that, aspiring obviously, and and. Real quick, like, is this a flash in the pan trend? Is this like a long term whole fucking cottage industry? Because obviously vintage and its cousin upcycling had had a huge uh, 2020 Mm -hmm. Gen Z is super fucking into this. They're on board, dude. They are on board. Every, 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 every generation, right, is into vintage, but like. Is this flash in the pan? Does this have longevity? Is it sustainable?
2: (laughs) What does sustainability mean? Because there's enough gear out there, I feel like, right? For everyone? It's seemingly endless supply of clothing. Infinite. Infinite supply of clothing. And it blows my mind. You know, like how much shit I'm actually finding. Especially this New York specific stuff. How much there, there, there is when I'm out there picking. Um, yeah, I think it cycles up to the next generation. Like I think that it, it will always be whatever's being created now will ultimately become some sort of tr- vintage trend in the future. In, in five, 10 years. Um, I mean, I also sell stuff from like the late 2000s.
1: What, yeah. That. So here's a question that we were talking about when we were doing our little pre-pro what makes something vintage? Is it 10 years? Like, what is the rule? Is there a rule?
2: I don't think there's any rules now. I think, I mean, that at least from how I view fantasy, like I wouldn't, there's definitely like streetwear resale that you would do on Grail, or, you know, sure. on that sort of whole tip, that whole world. But um, it's just got to hit. The, the newer stuff is going to be the more obscure stuff for me. So it'd be like a, a restaurant or a mm-hmm. or a auto scrapyard sure. or, or some shit like that, that if it, the design is good and it's kind of a fringe reference, then it hits.
1: We've talked a lot about the, the romance as this motivating factor for you. How much is do you care about like when we're talking about the environment and sustainability? Is that something that that factors in heavily or is just kind of like a fringe benefit like for you personally? It's is not, that something you think about?
2: It is something I think about, but I you know, I see a lot of even the places that I pick, a lot of the stuff that's not bought at the places that I go to, um, or like a rag house or whatever, it'll just be thrown out mm. trashed or, sure. or ship to it in a shipping container to another country and get stuck in a canal. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> uh,
2: but, you know, I do think about that. I'm I'm just, you know, that's not necessarily like the focus of fantasy, right. but it's, it's not a
1: driving factor, but it's yeah, part of the it, operation. It's, it's definitely,
2: it's, yeah. it's a perk of the operation for sure. You know?
0: Um Okay. So to go back to uh, all the aspiring pickers, thrifters out there, what are some, maybe just top three, just top tips for thrifting, like
1: for, for someone that's yeah. just starting
2: out Uh some gems and game, you have to commit to the time. You need to get there early. You need to be first wherever you're going. Um,
1: If you're not first, you're last, dude.
2: Yep. You need to figure out like the metrics of what's being put out on a daily basis at all of these places and how to navigate the racks. Mm. Um, You need to learn the system of how these play. Like if you're going to a thrift store. Like a, a bigger thrift store, you need to be able to navigate how they price things, how they label things, what the discounts are, when it goes out, what time it's, it's all timing, really. Um, timing is everything. And, yeah, as they say. <laughs> and then uh, make good relationships with the workers at the store. Right. Mean, I've made some really solid relationships where they'll put me onto something. Sometimes I get a text like,
3: "Hey, like, oh know,
2: shit." I'll put it aside.
1: Are you a big haggler? Like, can you negotiate with this stuff? Or oh yeah, what's sure. the protocol there? For
2: sure. Private sale, you can do a lot of that stuff when people come to me with, like, you know, more private things. That's when the nego- negotiation kind of happens. At the bigger thrift stores, you can't negotiate with shit because they're like huge conglomerates and they don't give a fuck about you. But uh, yeah, I I do what I can barter.
3: Here's
1: less. a gauche ass question that probably should be in the money portion, but I want to ask now that we're talking about it. When you hit the road and you're on one of these trips, how much cash do you have on hand? <laughs> if you could say, I'm very
2: curious. I usually go out with a few thousand bucks. Damn. Yeah at a time
0: and what's your uh preferred exit route out of the city <laughs> yeah. in case anyone wants, wants to rob you and make
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. what's your license plate yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh you at variety at 6 a.m you said yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look at this itinerary uh, down pat yeah yeah
2: um yeah i just i go out with a, with a decent amount to I mean, do you, you need, never know what
1: you're gonna do you need across, money so. to be a, a picker
2: no, no. At no. your
1: level, the elite now
2: shit. because I have weekly output with at least a hundred items every drop. I, I need to spend a lot of money to keep that inventory alive, right? So I have to spend a little bit more, and I'm trying to scale fantasy right now. Sure, like, you know, possibly a retail situation in the future. So I want to make sure that you know. Does it help?
0: Um, does it help for kids that are just starting out? Does it help to have like a sort of like uh, differentiating angle? Like you're very it's all New York centric, right? Uh, some people mm-hmm. are. Very, like, workwear-centric, or it's all, Sports, like, rap, yeah, you exactly. know, the, yeah. the
1: rap tea game or whatever. What was the question? like?
0: Does it help to kind of have a niche? A niche? Uh, yeah, I think... Or a
1: hyper-specific hyper one.
2: Parameters to, like, what you're looking for. I think pick what you like, and if, you know, and it will catch on. Uh, ultimately, my, I pick regionally, so, you know, I was just so happening to pick all these things, all these businesses, all these institutions, whatever. And the original intention of fantasy was not to be a New York forward vintage store. You know, it just kind of happened naturally. Um, I think anyone can have a niche. Just pick what you like, learn your audience, learn, learn your demographic, pick
0: what you like. Speaking of things that you like, what are some Johns besides uh, this met Japan Tour 97? What are some Johns you found that you will never, ever, ever sell?
2: Never saw true grails. Definitely uh, one up here, which is uh, I. So I bought this right here. This is a a Hell's Angel uh, East Village Third Street crew fire uh, long sleeve
1: literal fire. There's fire down the the sleeve. The
2: clubhouse on
0: East Third Street, like between
2: First and Second. Yes, yes, that one. (laughs) Uh, So I bought this. I had no idea that it was a Hell's Angels
0: are you allowed to wear that sure. or No, you're not, no dude, I, are you kidding <laughs> me
2: I'm marked yeah but uh godspeed and good luck that's like my Bompton hat i can never wear that outside the crib <laughs> i was on like my like you know weekly like pop binge at like 2 a.m and was like buying a bunch of fdny stuff and like you know all my stuff uh and bought this very quickly yeah you
0: didn't and,
1: even and, think and twice about it didn't
2: think twice bought it in the cart sold whatever and uh it arrived and i took a look and i was like wait this is an fdny why there's no reference to fdny oh. in here and i was like third street crew i was like that's not a firehouse i was like, I, I like just googled real quick i was like jesus oh my god
1: oh this is a gang of murderous bikers <laughs> it
2: was yeah yeah it was it was wild but yeah you can't wear that you no punch you in cannot the face. well there's the but, famous uh yeah.
1: supreme hell's angels beef too because they did uh they flipped uh, a logo for a tea uh, I don't know the year but there was like they had to it was like that, recalled yeah because yeah, I think they uh, It was recalled well I don't know about recall but it's like oh it, like it wasn't like a and d like with the Louis stuff or whatever but I think yeah, sure like from what I understand they were like there and... uh, you can't sell this and they're like salute say <laughs> yeah. less Get yeah. Yeah. pull it down we will right, we'll stab you yeah
2: it's really no joke we should change the subject
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <I'll feel all laughs> the hell's angels listening
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah don't worry I'm wearing my so what are some other grails so obviously that that this one right here I don't know if did you mention that earlier that uh,
1: no, we did not. This s- camp collar, which twin is towers. incredible.
2: So this is uh, a camp collar, like bootleg, probably sold on the street. Uh, it is an image of a woman walking over a bridge, a fictional bridge. From, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> no, a fictional bridge from uh, downtown uh, World Trade Center to, I believe, Jersey City. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that It's an all over print. That yeah, that's a banger same for print sure. Back. That's definitely one I'll never get rid of. Um, Damn, I wonder
0: if my high school's on there. probably i I gotta look later maybe um all right so some johns that you'll never sell what about what's like the weirdest john that you have sold that is just like way out there that's kind of stuck with you throughout
2: the years uh i had this uh this really dope copywriters tea from the 90s i don't know it was not branded or anything it was just for like copywriters copywriters <laughs> like, like a, the
1: category of the category of extremely <laughs> specific workplace merch. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's on the it's on the gram if anyone wants to go and, and check it out. But it, it's uh, it's basically like this little guy that kind of looks like Mike from Monsters Inc and he's holding a chainsaw and he has goggles on <laughs> and it just is like copywriters like it had like some fucked up slogan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like copywriters never get fucked up or whatever. I don't know. It was like it was really bizarre. Uh, I don't remember the exact verbiage, <laughs> but
1: copywriters do it hard. Did it? Yeah, Copy, it was like some weird some stupid thing, thing that made no sense. Copy Writer cop like yeah a
2: lot of copywriters hit me up <laughs> yeah, they
1: like, came out of the woodwork dude i'm
2: a copy every dm was like i'm a copywriter i'm a copywriter they're like trying to copy yeah. well
1: that's like that uh, reminds me of that amazing dilbert tea about freelancers right which is what is it like a? oh
2: is there a freelancer? It's, which is like
1: i'm not unemployed i'm a freelancer or whatever the fuck but it's like that super specific um you know hyper specific like whatever your job is like a, yeah. you need that fucking tea yeah, yeah. what's um what's like the one that got away or the thing that you regret not buying whether exactly. it was because it was priced out or you were exhausted and you regret
2: i get asked that question often
1: okay well I'd go. And... i guess i'll go fuck myself no. again <laughs> no. but no like how I many really this is why i don't have a pulitzer ladies yeah. and gentlemen I fuck
2: mean, maybe like a band tee that i passed up that was maybe a deal but like i i never really pass up anything really so i always cop
0: you yeah. do it
1: that's that's the, if you take any lesson yeah, away always it's cop. always be copying just abc cop, just cop it's yeah. Worth yeah. The money. So you, you
2: exactly. flip it and it just
0: you know, do you do like band tees and like i guess like uh like new york city shows is like yeah. different but that's different than like a band tee
2: yeah i don't really like seek out band right. tees or rap tees that stuff doesn't really interest me um i you know if i'm in my travels if i pick one like definitely it'll go up on a drop but yeah it's not my focus you know
0: what's the most expensive john you've ever sold i know that everything is priced very accessibly and very fairly and that's Awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah. What's
2: the most expensive John you've ever sold? The most expensive John I sold was a Keith herring crack and whack. Crack crack is whack. Crack crack is whack. Crack (laughs) is whack. Yeah. Crack and (laughs) whack. Uh, A Keith herring crack is whack. tea of it was just like the mural, and it was from 1987, and it was like an OG, and I sold that I think for like 450. Damn. I mean, isn't that crazy? But in for fantasy terms,
1: no. I think when you compare it to like like James said, like those democratic prices that you're proud of, that's like.
2: I mean, it was, it was, that's extortion. <laughs> yeah. uh, someone bought that with a stolen credit card. What? <laughs> yeah. You got felt, a scammer. I got finessed on that one. Yeah. Oh, it shit. Was, yeah. So you tough.
1: didn't even get paid.
2: Didn't get paid, but it sold. So that, yeah. That was- so
1: technically, <laughs> you know, Was that from so of 87? Because didn't he, isn't Keith Haring famous for like selling merch at a pop up before people even like knew what those things were, right? Didn't he have yeah. something in Soho, some type of storefront?
2: He, yeah, I, I guess. I'm not sure. Okay. But
1: he, uh, 87, I think, seems like the year's match up yeah, for that, but, but no. it was sick. I'm just trying to sound cool and it smart. Kevin. I don't
2: know. <laughs> I'll, ne- I'll never see it again. You
0: know, damn, dude. <laughs> Do you get, are there a lot of scammers just trying to fucking, that was when we finesse the finesser?
2: That's when we had the storefront in, in okay. Williamsburg, uh, and some dude just came in. I wasn't there; someone was working there for me, and uh, Did that just motherfucker get fired. Uh, no, he didn't. He's the homie. He's All the right. homie still.
0: Yeah,
1: right. yeah. No matter how stupid he is, he's still the homie. Yeah, you
2: fucking. Idiot.
0: <laughs> um, so it's so you 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 go to Variety at six a.m. Yep. You uh, drive a what do you drive in? i actually yeah, what's with thousands of dollars what's the of whip cash? appeal uh
2: i just bought a car actually uh a, a new a new with car. a stolen credit card with yeah <laughs> uh i bought a 2010 honda crb oh, nice, thousands dude.
0: and thousands of dollars of cash <laughs> to keep on hand yes. um what's like the gnarliest place that you've ever gone picking
2: oh god i've been to some pretty fucked up places like meth labs and shit like uh, I went to this really fucked up basement in Jersey. It was just super <laughs> sketch. It was like cats all over the clothes. There oh, was like God. dead shit. I didn't even know what it was. was like in between all the boxes. Oh, that's and everything. disgusting. I was... Pretty grossed out, but I copped a lot of different
3: shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. So you, what's your method for? Okay, so if I'm a, am I'm an aspiring picker, and I, I get my first haul, like what is? How did you get things dry clean? You just go to the laundromat. What's the process of like cleaning shit and getting it ready to rock? For, I just for go pedestrians to la- go to the laundromat. Yeah, yeah, nothing crazy.
2: Went around the corner. I don't have laundry in my in my building, which fuck.
1: But, but there's no but, like like you know crazy expert process that like people need to follow. You're just like washing I mean, stuff normally.
2: It, it depends. Like sometimes I'll do stuff in like my tub you know, mm. like OxyClean situation sure, sure, hats sure. and stuff, especially it all depends on the condition. A lot of the white stuff I'll like get, it's pretty grimy. And then like save it, um, with like tons of different products and different methods. But
0: what's your yeah. laundry bill every month, <laughs>
1: it's crazy.
2: How many quarters do you have <laughs> it's on <crazy>. here? <laughs>
1: I've
2: got one of those like, he's the, fucking, he's the fucking
1: mayor. He's the, he's the mayor of the laundromat, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have a
0: dream vintage John, like your white whale that you, you know is out there, yeah. but you have yet to see it. You're. You're like, your you know, dick. there's proof of life. You know, it exists. Your Eleanor gone in 60 seconds reference. <laughs> and yeah. he got in 60 seconds merch. Bang my line.
2: Yeah, um, I would love to find that. Uh, what's out there? I mean, I can't pinpoint anything. Uh, definitely some of the more like, early 80s illustrated New York Times tees. Mm. There's a lot on eBay, but there's a few rarer ones that I love um, that I can't seem to get my hands on. But eventually.
1: Is that like you trying to find it also for the right price? Because I'm sure some of this stuff is available, but it's like I'm not going to spend $1,000 on a t-shirt, right?
2: I said earlier, I cop everything. It's kind of a fib. but (laughs) uh, Yeah, sometimes it's like, people on eBay, obviously like you can't like base your own prices on what people are selling on eBay or right. even grailed. Right. It's so inflated. It's, inc- it's insane.
1: How do you like, how do you price things? Is it, you just go with your gut? Is it like about using comps? Like
2: at first I was like going to all of these resale spots, like on Depop, and on eBay and, and grailed, et cetera, et cetera. And then, uh, kind of getting the median price of things. Like what was the lowest price of an item? What's the highest price? I'm right. kind of meeting in the middle somewhere, uh, and just doing my best. When I first started, I was, i was selling things for like 15 25 dollars and it was like this, some, is not,
1: I, this is not sustainable yeah a
2: lot not sustainable and like i missed out a lot did you ever but, fuck
1: up uh, a specific item so bad that like you let go for 20 bucks and someone's like yo this is worth whatever 250 or something is there an example of that
2: yes uh so there was a budweiser t-shirt i oh. think you referenced in the past uh i ended up selling that thing for like 50 bucks but it was definitely like 150, 200. Well, okay. What was it? It was a uh, uh, 1991 Budweiser. Uh, they oh. were the sponsor of a paddleball competition <laughs> in uh, uh, New York Parks. Okay. And
1: uh, Oh, so it's like a Budweiser and New York. It's like a crossover event. Yeah, Damn. That's, a really
2: yeah. Fucking crazy sponsor for a park situation. I'm surprised and, you even um,
1: sold that. Me too, man. For barely <laughs> anything. <laughs> me too.
2: <laughs> I regret
0: that. That's a regret. Uh, I will. Whoever, I this, whoever bought I bought you, this. you live and you learn. Yeah, yeah. Of of whoever bought this, Show yourself. Yeah. We have What's a special up? set of skills. Yeah. We will find you. <laughs> we will cop back from you. Um, you mentioned a few times having a storefront. It's in that mini mall down by like the Whole Foods or Apple Store now. Yeah. Uh, do you, Do you miss having like a physical space? I know people can come in here and they should because it's fucking awesome in here. And I only got to spend like thirty minutes here last time, but I would love to come back and
1: really, really uh, pick exactly. But pick like, from the picker.
0: Um. Do you miss having a physical storefront retail space?
2: Yeah, of course. It was my favorite thing. Like the community that fantasy built around itself with that, like naturally was fucking unreal. How long was it open for like a year? For about a year. Yeah. And then uh, it closed pre-COVID because our landlord wouldn't give us a, a, a renewed lease at a price that we liked, but um, he uh, he missed out. I wish I, I wish I was still there. You know what I mean? That um, spot specifically? Not Not that spot, but like having a retail space in the future is definitely a goal of mine.
0: What did you have a timeline? Like, what yeah, we,
2: I think probably a year out from now kind mm. of planning for. So
0: do you want to be in like North Brooklyn, like Greenpoint Williamsburg?
2: I think so. Yeah. Not Manhattan, not Manhattan. No, I, I think I would prefer to stay in Brooklyn.
0: All right. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's one awesome development of fantasy and, and something that, you know, Lawrence and I are both rocking right now is the original merch designs that you've done, which are like references uh, you know, it, it's, flips. It's not even like fantasy explosion, right? It's all yeah, like, it's all like love letter to New York. Yeah, flips references. Um, out of your original merch designs, everything from the Guggenheim to the hats that are going fucking crazy to the Domino Sugar Factory T-shirts, uh, to the MTA tote bags that I mentioned. What sold the best? What's yeah, what's been to be the, the most big
2: popular? Hit. The, the most popular was definitely the Guggenheims. Oh, yeah? Because the of Frank, the Frank Bump? I think the Frank Bump really helped with that, obviously. Uh, we did fucking crazy numbers on that, but I think I'm at a point now where I just don't want to bring that back. So, like, doing items like
1: Like this, retiring it, like yeah, officially? Yeah, it's
2: definitely officially. It's in the rafters. It's officially yeah. in the rafters. Um, but moving forward, really recreating or developing our own kind of New York souvenirs. You know, right. Better souvenirs.
1: More tasteful.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at a lot of the souvenirs right now that street vendors, which you should still go cop from these vendors because there's some fire there. Um, Not a lot of it is fire anymore. Like in the 90s, it was incredible. I mean, what do you mean? Like the halal guys? Like just like anybody selling New York hats on the street. It's oh, been like,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Times square to some degree yeah. where it's like a lowest common denominator for like a, a very basic tourist where it doesn't have that same tastefulness or chicness that we associate with the older stuff for sure, for whatever reason.
2: There's just less effort now. And if you look at some of these older designs, these souvenir tees, these $15, $20 tees that yeah. were sold on the street, they're yeah. fucking incredible. Right. The illustration and, and everything was... Is that just like the dumbing?
1: Is that just culture being dumbed down over time? Is it that there are, isn't any like fire graphic designers in new york focusing on that shit like do you think there's a reason for it
2: i'm not sure i think they they just got lazy yeah They figured out that any we'll just will
1: just make money regardless anything. yeah
0: what, fuck, you, you know? what goes through your head when you see like uh vetmont or like um i'm trying to think who else like there's another like capital f fashion brand that will like oh, it's very balenciaga Vetmont. like you're saying yeah yeah like, balenciaga- ah, fuck balenciaga that's what man uh yeah. that kind of like take the canal street or times square tourist shop um, imagery and flip it into something that they then sell for like thousands of dollars
2: fuck that it's,
1: stupid.
2: <laughs> it's just perversion of something that should be fucking way more pure and accessible because that's where it started you yeah. know that's kind like that. of just
1: eliminating all the pretension that's like where you draw the line it's a it's
2: souvenir like, man yeah. you know enjoy it
0: yeah. what's like the ultimate goal for fantasy explosion
2: beyond just like more merch physical storefront like what do you want to see the brand become I think that will happen naturally. I'm not going to force anything. I think I want it to happen naturally. Whatever comes in the future for fantasy really comes.
1: You're I'm not like, trying to force anything. I'm not trying to force
2: anything. I really just want to continue what I'm doing uh, now. And
1: you're you content, know, you would say, as a person, generally speaking.
2: I'm very content with my position right now in fantasy. You
1: hear this man's sure. like
2: deep. <laughs>
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tones. Like, this, is,
2: this man's content as hell.
1: Did you, ex- uh, is, is it? Is the success and the reception, whether it's the merch like James is talking about, or even it's like this kind of, you know, this this pillar that you are of this kind of culture that New York mag is talking about. Is like it's surprising at all to you or like did you are you kind of like, no, I get it. Like I kind of had the vision and I be- believed in myself.
2: I think I, it was more like having the vision and just kept on being consistent with everything,
1: not and rushing it or whatever. You no, just, not
2: rushing it. It took a long time for fantasy to kind of evolve to where it is now. Um, as far as like the Sismore core and all that. Yeah shit like you know
1: i, I don't know. the flash in the yeah. pan kind of like like even if that's not I, a trend or cool like a capital c cool thing tomorrow yeah. you're not going to change what you're doing
2: no i don't think i should you know what i mean right. i'm not going to let that kind of like steer me in away right. from what i'm doing i'm not going to try to pivot i'm just going to head head down keep it moving
0: uh one thing that's you know very on trend at the moment are pointless collaborations <laughs> but we are seeing more like meaningful collaborations
1: come to the fore most notably
0: Throwing Fitch in 316. <laughs>
1: uh by if you're listening right now, uh it is available on April 1st. Yeah. Uh 316.com, 198. dollars Do something.
0: you have any like uh dream collaborators that you would love to see Fantasy Explosion work with?
2: Um Yeah. Uh you know, th- I, I really would love to collaborate with uh people like Bookworks, right? Mm. Um also there's this an amazing company. I don't know if you guys know uh, Boot Boys.
1: Yeah, of course. Shout out Boot Boys, shit. Boot Boys
2: Biz. Um, They're they're amazing. More people just on the same vibe as me, and the same level. Like,
1: what what about like local New York talent specifically?
2: New York talent and beyond. Really, Um, you know, it's something I haven't really put much thought into.
1: Kind of Um, just happens organically. Yeah,
2: I want it to happen organically.
0: Have you started getting? Um inbound requests from like corny ass like City bike is like, hey, fantasy <laughs> explosion. We're Citibank and we sponsor the bikes and I, we want to do something
2: cool. Short answer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I deflect a lot. So are we gonna see the City Bike collaboration yeah. happening this summer? <laughs> uh yeah, stay tuned. What about like the Yankees, bro? Or, like the Knicks or something. Yeah. Oh, if they re- reached out and wanted to do something, that would be fire. I would love to So that's just case by case based, case based on like case by case. I I have a lot in the works right now, collaborative. Um with i can't really like speak on right sure. now but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh you know maybe you guys and some other folks, maybe yeah, maybe who's we'll to see, say we'll
1: the world may never know yeah until they know yeah um who yeah are sorry. some Let's other vintage yeah.
2: uh pickers out
0: there that you really do respect and and love what they're doing
2: right now definitely in the forefront of this conversation for me is uh the dudes uh yob sport and uh intramural they oh yeah played. shout out intramural yeah they, homie uh so it's like Interrail is more home goods, right? Home yes. Goods. Yeah. So they just collaborated and started. Oh, like, they have that space, new yeah. Space now in Hester um, called Leisure Center, and
1: which everyone should check out because it's not permanent as as far as I know, right?
2: No, they're I, their leases a few months, I think, and then. Yeah. But I think there's some potential for some long term stuff there. Um, we had spoken about doing maybe some sort of collaboration there through through at the store, maybe doing a drop there. I don't know, uh, but they are killing it right now. Like yep. everything, like definitely the same. Pulse, or same, like, vein as Fantasy right now. Yeah. Like, uh, I just think that what they pick is fucking phenomenal. Like, who was the first one? jobs Sport. Yobz okay. underscore sport, if anyone wants to check them out. Uh, they're, like... Full steam ahead in this store and they're mm. killing it. It's awesome.
1: Did that make you when you went and checked out uh, Leisure Center, did you have the itch and you're like, Fuck, I need to have the game, bro.
2: It, I miss this so much. <laughs> yeah.
1: And what was like, what was the best part about working the shot? Is it just like meeting random people that come in and they're like, What even is this? And it's like, you know, getting to share your your passion and even just the the brand, right? They may probably don't even know what fantasy is, right? You just stumble in off the street or whatever.
2: Yeah. I mean, just learning people's stories about how they associate to the piece that they have in their hand, right? Like that's where the most yeah. like, fulfilling part of it was for me the least. storytelling exactly. the storytelling and sharing those experiences with people makes you fucking feel good so yeah you know that was that was special Well, we talked about um
0: top tips for thrifting which was you know have cash on hand always be copying uh pick be early like. be first timing is everything what are some like unwritten rules of the vintage selling game between your competitors and like not tips, what's some bozo behavior for people to <laughs> <Too> avoid,
2: avoid. <laughs> okay. so when you're when you're at the racks, if yeah. you're anywhere in bins or whatever. Uh, just like give people space, sure. Like if you're going left to right down a rack, going through like a few hundred t-shirts on the rack don't cut in front of somebody and like don't
3: box them out of yeah, their don't own box shape. them out yeah. it's, it's just what like, did you
0: start at, you at the do other side and work your way and then like you do the mini tool in
1: the middle yeah, the the <laughs> do yeah do
2: quick little smooch and
1: then yeah exactly it, you
2: know that's it
0: just the uh, the
1: customary uh pickers kiss on the lips hello and
2: then keep it moving you know uh but you no know, anytime you see somebody in in the wild if, if if you will um it's it's always like mutual respect like you know it, game there's recognized a, game yeah there's a, there's a lot of awesome people out there a lot of people that don't have following that just do it for the love. Right. Um, for the most part. But then you get that one kid that just runs in and will be like full of energy and going it's through like the too to eager. Fight. So it's an act like yeah. you've
1: been here before type B. Wants to talk to you about everything that's in your like car. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, I'm working right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great. I'm on the clock, dude. Yeah. I'll come to your job and knock the pizza out of your hand. say what's dead here Exactly. Hand. All right.
2: So act like you've been there before. Fucking be Respe-
0: respectful
1: easy, of personal space.
2: Also, you don't need to like dress the part as like a fancy vintage guy. Like, don't wear your grails to the three Do people
3: do that? Yeah. That's corny, dude.
2: It's wild. Like, people wear, like, pock tees and shit and just be like, want you to know the presence. Like, peacock their way through the place. And, uh, I'm like in like dirty ass sweats and like a yeah. fucking like piece of shit. Put in work. And
3: like, yeah. Yeah, just
2: do your thing. I'd rather be like incognito so I can just kind of like slither around everybody yeah. and pick what I need to. And Has that up. picking
1: experience in person uh, changed dramatically because of COVID? Is it just like put the mask on and wear gloves or is it like. Uh-
2: it, it was really tough when we were like in hardcore like quarantine. near near to impossible i would imagine yeah i mean you couldn't go anywhere because everything was closed yeah. for a couple months um
1: and then stuff like rag houses included and all that shit uh
2: yeah because i feel like some <laughs> of those are
1: like yo man you pull up with the knot let's <laughs> say less they don't give a fuck but, uh
2: but yeah not to not to name names no but, of course uh, they uh yeah it was really tough in the beginning of covid i just ended up sourcing a lot online there was a lot of like mutual homies that uh would just sell to me like
1: but that's not the same, right? You always want to do it. I mean, there's obviously this digital element you talked about, you know, trolling Depop and yeah. eBay and whatever. But I would imagine that it, for you, it's about being there in person. hundred percent.
2: It's about being in person, you know, fulfilling my addiction to buy, buy, buy right, in right. person. Yeah.
0: With with the popularity of, of Depop, Grail, et cetera, et cetera. Like, have you started seeing more of these like eager beaver bozos out in the field at, at, by people that are like treating this as a some gary v entrepreneur the rise commodification of shit. the
1: romance which is never yeah where it's, it's purely where art becomes commerce and, and, and this is
0: our beef this is our beef with with sneakers right and, like and the, streetwear the, really the overhype the overhyping of products to the point where uh it's no longer about like finding commonalities through mm. like the way you express yourself it's yeah. about transacting and buying and selling has that affected the vintage world at all
2: yeah i think so uh There's some bozos out there. There's bozos everywhere. Sure. Bozos (laughs) everywhere. Bozos everywhere, dude. That's the podcast name. Uh, Don't say less good. But uh, yeah, there's a few cats that are just like, you know, overstepping a little bit. But
0: but, you haven't seen, but but they're consistent. You haven't seen like a new crop of like fucking Gen Z TikTokers like doing vintage stuff. Have you ever seen a vintage? Have have you ever gotten onto vintage TikTok, bro? It's fucking bleak. I (laughs) haven't. It no. is
1: bleak. But I think that might be like that that generation, those Zoomers, right? Are they just treating it like this digital thing where it's almost like the world that you exist in, that's physical space, these rag houses, they might not even be, they might not even, not that they don't know it exists, but it's almost like they're existing in this parallel digital universe, right?
2: Well, the, the rag houses are really hard to access if you don't really? even know they exist. You know what I mean? This might be some people's first time hearing the term rag house, you know, um, They're kind of hard to get into.
1: Uh, Oh, you got to like, you got to know someone or some of them or have them or have the cash them,
2: uh, slip them a little George Washington. Yeah. Maybe my boy Abraham Lincoln could peep the bins, dog. Some of them, some of them. Um, but yeah, I, it's just, uh, you know, for me, I'm, I'm referring more to like, you know, this
0: is my day in New York. I wake up, I have a turmeric latte. I get some fucking steel cut oats and so $14 and I go to the thrift store and like, that's the type of like, uh, vintage TikTok that is just like.
2: I've seen some Gun to head. I've seen some uh, folks in the thrift uh, get kicked out for filming themselves. Really? The yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like trying to create content or whatever. They're
2: Trying to create content and like I don't know how shady some of these businesses are or whatever their mm. practices are, but they definitely don't want that
1: shit. <laughs> yeah, <size>. right.
2: <laughs> so uh,
0: fall
1: yeah. back, youngin.
2: Yeah, yeah. Have you gone to? I, I've been to
0: the Rose Bowl um, mm. out in Pasadena, mm. and it was fire, But I arrived at i I arrived at six a.m. and shit had already been like combed through. Mm-hmm. Like people come at like 2 a.m. Have you ever gone to these like kind of uh, meccas of thrifting around the country or like Brimfield like, or whatever like, or you ever been to like Japan and gone through like that shit? Like what's the, what's what's the furthest you've gone to, to chase, not even for business, but just because you, you know, you love this shit. The love yeah. of the game.
2: I've gone to some spots in, in Miami and in LA and done some picking out there. And I, you know, the because I'm picking more obscure things and more, I really love fringe design and in, you know, rare items like that, it's not necessarily as hard for me to find the things that I'm looking for because they will be in the 10 or 15, $20 bins. We're not talking rounds. about like
1: 85 because you can buy like crazy, like hyped shit at a lot of these places yeah. now because they're yeah, so like, popular. A lot of like Akira. Yeah, exactly. Like, sure.
2: You go to, you know, I was at, I think I was at like a Melrose flea and like maybe like two years ago and they just don't value the New York stuff. Like, Hmm. New York does, or so, like some other uh, sellers do.
1: Good for you, right?
2: So it was great. Yeah, I just kind of took advantage of those situations. And
0: when you're traveling personally, do you like? Can you not help but go like
2: pick? Everywhere I go, I, I'm going to. It's
1: always front just, of mind. Yeah, that's your girlfriend your, yeah. your girlfriend's like,
2: yo, I just want to go to the fucking beach, bro. It's yeah. just it's your like north cool.
1: star, though, right? It's like everything points back to that.
2: Yeah, for sure. Luckily, Leah, my girlfriend, she loves picking as well. And oh she, she does oh shit, home goods on Depop. So she, uh, she, the couple it as that picks together.
1: Sticks, Sticks together, together. hell yeah. yeah, yes,
2: yes, yes. That's what. That's why
0: you're a professional. Would you ever incorporate Leah's home goods into fantasy, or do you want to keep it church and state with?
2: Um, yeah, definitely, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I would love Leah, to start. if you're listening. Yeah, make it a, a family, a little yeah. family business. Yeah, oh, that would be that would be a goal. I mean, um. I would love to start doing home goods. It's just my homies do it so much better than Mm. I do. And your girlfriend?
3: (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Then
2: then like, then fantasy would would be doing right now. Like uh, my homie, Jake in Boston, good objects. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but he's killing it right now. Um, I found him
0: when you, you posted some of his shit.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, He's killing it. I just, you know, I want to get on that God tier level of, you know, it's a lot to learn in that world as well. You know, but
1: you're trying to like perfect your lane. Like that's the focus for you is to not to necessarily like branch out and do things that maybe aren't like your purview. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, all
0: right. So we're all New York guys here. um, You know, whether born and raised or soon to be honorary. Um, (laughs) And we we talked about how, like, you know, at at the height of COVID and even now, like New York is not what it was. I want to know, and maybe this is a question we can ask the whole room. In what ways do you hope New York City emerges out of the pandemic um, in terms of like seeing this as an opportunity to maybe like hit reset or, you know, alter the, the course that the city was taking in some ways? Like, what do you hope for New York City out after, you know, we all get vaxxed up?
2: I'm just looking for it to flourish. I'm looking for to see friends again, you know, just the simple shit. I think that it's going to be a type Renaissance beat and it's going to be fucking sick. I'm
1: always in always
2: Renaissance in what way in everything in art, culture, music, uh, just fucking, friendship you know what I mean? <laughs> treating each other better maybe
1: will be, be that would be amazing if that happened if it's new york though i'm going to say unlikely yeah, yeah. and probably it's only yeah. going to get more commercial uh, as the money comes back of in course. but you know yeah. it is and what it is What
2: unfortunately are you do? the future might not look like that but uh yeah. i'm trying to stay but you, in, in terms you, of
1: your fantasy
0: that's what yeah. it would be. how do you not get incredibly jaded when you are every single day immersing yourself into uh the fantasy of the old New York and then you look around and it's fucking Dwayne Reed's and Starbucks everywhere. Like, how do you not look around in 2021 one New York and be like, yo, like this is trash. This is just cooked.
2: I get to experience, uh, New York in a different way than a lot of people. And that's in the outer boroughs and surrounding mm. areas. From the outside looking in, you know, when you're, you, it's not as uh, saturated with that shit as normal. Right. Like
1: Nostalgia there. there is still real life for a lot of people, right? right? You know, and
2: a lot of these businesses are just, you know, still kicking it. Like they wear the, the same signage in Jamaica, Queens is right. the past 30 years, you know. So you're,
0: you're keeping it thrown every borough. You're not just on the fucking, you know, uh, Clout Corridor, like <laughs> sweet, sweet Green Street, uh, Sweet Green Alley, like in like whatever the, soho's
2: and the Williamsburgs. of course i mean i frequent downtown and shit but uh you know i'm definitely i prefer being like in the outer boroughs for sure
1: so then does it bug you that vintage has become this hype thing where tupac tees are on eager beavers and they're going for thousands of dollars and you know does that is that a bummer or is it just like yo that's a symptom of the game
2: like symptom of the game i think that any interest in vintage is good for business okay interesting you know it's just uh it's in the conversation and I'm happy to have, have a part of that, you know,
0: is there um, a New York city spot? And this was a question someone asked us in our AMA and I fucked up cause I didn't think about it beforehand and I completely did not have an answer. Is there a New York city spot that's closed down because of COVID that really cut extra deep for you besides kinfolk? Hmm.
2: Um, yeah. Besides R. Boat, R. Uh, yeah. I, I think just, so one of the first places that I went to when I, was visiting new york before i, I lived here it was john jovino's gun shop on grand street okay <laughs> um in little italy yeah, yeah um i went in there and he, i was like oh can i like check out some of those patches that you have in like that dusty bag that's under a nypd blanket behind you mm-hmm. and he he would uh he would have a like a, a gun in a holster and it was a place for it was like you know cops it's would go cop, there, sure, yeah, yeah. a cop store and uh he let me go through and i, just, co- I
1: you copped your patches at the cop store <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, and. Uh, <laughs> I found all these like brilliant like MTA patches and uh, like uh, Manhattan patches and like different like precincts and stuff just for like my personal collection. But it really like struck like gold at this place. Yeah. And I kept on going back and then like they started developing merch, which was sick. And it was really unfortunate to see them close. And, you know, just like a lot of the places that I've gone to, I mean, even now there's Salvation Army's closing because of right. the pandemic, which is fucking crazy. Um It's sad to see any business close right now, but definitely those small mom and pop spots I used to go to.
1: Mm. Are there any like um, if I'm coming to New York and I want to kind of immerse myself in in the fantasy world, is there any like must hits that like are maybe like not super secretive that like you wouldn't want to like divulge? Like what is the best vintage shop in New York or in the five boroughs? Or is it like you Yeah.
2: Or is it like to take? Well, I'm thinking a about deal, like, or... thinking
1: about Procell and Metropolis Vintage. And even though like, you know, these are more established places. Like I yeah. always recommend, you know, those spots to, to, to people that are coming to town.
2: That's also who I recommend. Okay. Definitely go see, Respect. you know, Procell. I, that that was like one of the first places as well. Probably on the same day I went to John Jovino's, went to Procell afterwards. Bro, and was ten, 10 foot single is like down the street from here, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's been there forever as well. Yeah, another must, great, another must great place, place for pants yeah and some, military shit. Yeah, and some um, military shit yeah
0: what percentage of your wardrobe is vintage like if you had to put a number on it
2: <laughs> of my own personal wardrobe, yeah, yeah like what you wear like 99 probably 80 percent. damn i'd say pretty very healthy number
1: what new shit do you buy not like underwear but in terms of johns <laughs> like what like do you fuck with any brands
2: yeah uh, like i'll buy from homies that make stuff sure um you know like well our pants are on sale for pre-order <laughs> <laughs> three days from now yeah. uh yeah, I, I kind of keep it close, like Screwface. Shout out you know, Screw,
1: like. the hardest oh, out, yeah. dude.
2: So good right now. Um, a lot of just small brands, like small business brands that I appreciate and like. To so your keep, I mean, keep it to New York. No, 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 all over the place. Okay. But, well, Screw you know, is just, Toronto, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but you're not just, like
1: buying Supreme and Noah and shit
2: no i do have a lot of noah uh i don't know how i acquired it at all <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah I, when you uh, thrift
1: you see like a lot of like the, what is the quote-unquote hype streetwear just like kind of chilling in the racks like unclaimed
2: few and far between but i have found some crazy pieces uh like uh i have like a box uh supreme logo hoodie i think this goes for a decent amount unclaimed. oh shit like, yeah there's a bag somewhere around here with all that shit but, yeah <laughs> just chilling yeah uh <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that stuff. tells everything you need to know. Every once in a while there is some, you know, some vape or something. Um,
0: so this is something we learned when we were out drinking last week is that you are, you were or are, I guess, still a musical producer. Specifically <laughs> yeah. in the hip-hop genre. <laughs> genre. Um, yeah. Which is insane. And your shit is still out there on SoundCloud, right? It's on everywhere. Every are you platform. still, are you still? making fire beats
2: no i'm not i definitely i've taken a step back to focus on fantasy um and that you know this was a long time ago it was a big focus of mine it was definitely like i was driven to try to make that work but uh if
1: you're if you're not a vintage god right now are you trying to do the producer thing like still is that like that was the other kind of option option a and option b kind of
2: i started doing terms of your love yeah well i started doing a lot of um like branded content work when i Hmm. went to the city like odd jobs here and there uh and it paid really well and i made some great relationships and worked on some crazy projects uh with a lot of established brands and
1: just like creating soundtracks for videos and stuff or
2: yeah doing like you know scoring commercials and things like that uh, and the more I did that, I started to kind of lose interest in creating music. It hmm. kind of killed it for me doing it because it
1: became a fucking job.
2: Fucking suck. Sponsor yeah.
1: content will. Crush yeah. Control. That'll do that to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so unfortunately <laughs> welcome to new media dude. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs>
0: this is not sponsored content. Kevin's not paying us to come on the pod. You yeah. know? Uh, but, um,
2: yeah, I just started like, I'd always been thrifting as well. It's always been a huge part of my life and, uh, fantasy just kind of happened.
0: You what know? rapper when you were still chasing the dream and before your fucking shoulders were crushed by the wheels of capitalism <laughs> fucking cog. uh, what rapper did you want to produce for? Like who would have been your
2: dream artist to work with? So, uh, you know, that's crazy to, uh, so I, I had a, I had a conversation, uh, Lily Yachty called me. To, to chat about some things and
1: about, cause he had just heard your beats online.
2: He, about, so I guess I, I did some research. He had hit me up. He tweeted, uh, Hey, someone tell, uh, you know, Kevin to, to check his DMS or something. I was like, what the fuck? And I, I'd searched, uh, the song that he was referencing calling me about. And, uh, he, uh, I guess tweeted it in like 2014 or something like
0: early, early. And when uh, was yeah. this that he, that he tweeted back at you about this 2014, it was like two song? years ago, I think. Okay so and five called, years yeah, later yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: so it's vintage it's a vintage tweet a yeah. vintage tweet yeah so we had a pretty interesting conversation on on the on the phone and uh and then i lost that phone and i lost his number and i lost contact Brick. with him so yadi or anyone that knows yadi put him in contact with me again uh
1: jello puma we know you're listening how, how would you describe <laughs> your sound did you have like a, or were you kind of like a, you know a renaissance man producing all different types of genres or did you have a specific sound
2: all sorts of stuff I was doing, you know. I mean I, I really explored different sound through the branded content I was doing. Maybe that killed it. I don't know. There wasn't a <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a focus.
0: Like, yo, this dude sucks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like
2: electronic hip hop. Yeah. Like
0: know, one of those generic like, trap beats that's in like the
2: YouTube library. I you were the blank much, type beat guy, just like <laughs> yeah. whatever. It's just so saturated. I have I mean, you used to work in the industry, like oh, I just don't like, remind have no me. interest in getting back on board with any of that well
1: oh shit that's in the past 100 percent. like you don't even make music in your free time it will
2: i i actually am going to be releasing a, a lot of mixes through fantasy with, oh fire um, just like a mix series that we're going to do on soundcloud um coming very very soon actually was this, this in?
0: was this on the all the sponsor content and stuff that uh kind of crushed your soul and, and made you fall out of love with it was this media or was this the music industry
2: I don't know. A lot of the shit I was making music for was just terrible. Like a lot of the branded content, I just couldn't get behind or support, but I had to support myself. Sure. Um, so I was like stuck there. That's and
1: such a New York. That's such a like a, uh, you know, like a you come to a city and you're trying to find your footing and then you end up like it's the art versus commerce thing, right? I mean, well, it's, like fucking the mad, fucking it's, Yo, it's the push and pull. It's exactly. the
0: copywriters on Mad Men, right? <laughs> they, they're, they're all artists and they just fucking join right. like uh, advertising agencies. Yeah. And, you know, copywriters just want to fuck or whatever the teacher is. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Perfect segue into the second topic of the podcast, which is money. ka uh, Ooh, I so love doing
1: that in person. You
0: were weird. doing SpawnCon. You were doing music, but now Fantasy Explosion is exploding. You're on the <laughs> only podcast that matters. Um, clearly, I hope that whatever Friday, whatever drop comes after this episode comes out, you better be fucking robust Yeah, because we're going to be sending Let's go. loads of children your way. My question for you, Kevin, Uncle Sam is not listening, so you can be honest. How much money do you make?
2: So, uh, for the first time in my life, I'm living very comfortably.
0: Nice. And
1: Congratulations.
2: Um, you know, I think that's like the extent I'll go there on that. But um, yeah. It's more than most people. Are you, are, you,
1: are you pouring a lot of money back into the biz too, the, right? The majority like, of the money. Must. I, yeah, yeah,
2: I pour a lot of money back into fantasy. Um, so like, I'm not like fucking balling, but I'm chilling for the first gotta, time in a long time. I worked a lot of yo, jobs in this fucking place. He it's copped
1: the like, CRV? 2010 <laughs> from he, he put spinners on the
2: CRV. Yeah, just, 2010. Uh, very practical with with the cash
0: is there a number that you would love to one day um, get to like how much like what's the salary where you just like once you hit that you're like you know what I could I could remain cruising at this altitude and I'll be fucking set for life
2: personally or fantasy doing a number personally personally I think I'd be comfortable doing like Seven fifty a year.
1: Oh, yeah, I like yeah. the sound of that. Yeah, you yeah. and me both, brother.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would be, <laughs> well, be, there. Nice. That'd that'd be almost there. Nice. Almost there. No more, no less. Right. Yeah.
0: Sure. Okay. Besides that, giant cup of coffee. Which, by the way, Variety does not sell a giant cup of coffee. It's no, like it's small. twelve ounces yeah. for like six dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why I go to Uro Cafe. On drigs, down the street, you can get twenty four ounces. The big gulp, <laughs> twenty four ounces for like a dollar seventy five. <laughs> oh Sick. God.
2: I already have like high blood pressure.
0: Um, me. yeah. Sorry to hear that, but yo, maybe you're maybe you you uh, are eligible for a vaccine. Yeah. yeah um, go. what do you like to spend your money on besides six ounce cups of coffee yeah. and vintage? T-shirts when you ball, mats. what do you ball yeah. out on?
2: Food, okay. yeah. yeah, food, yeah. Uh, you know, we go out everywhere. Um, but you're at
1: Spumoni with the homies the other day.
2: Spumoni, yep, that's a big one. Um, you guys were just Spumoni, yes, we, we were. were. For the mm-hmm. pants. I got the yeah. sauce thing yeah. prove it. <laughs> e-
1: e- eating trays left and right, dude.
2: Yeah. Um slang mean, I, trays. I'm not I'm pretty frugal person. Trayway. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, don't uh, I don't go, I don't ball out too hard. But you know, the piece of jewelry every once in a while, you know, the the finer things. The finer things, you know, something that I really appreciate. Or, what are
0: you know, some, and we get this all the fucking time, and of course we answer them graciously and with uh, you know, uh with with class because that's just the type of guys we are. What are some must hit restaurants mm-hmm. when people come to the city
1: yeah what's your hit
2: list some must hit restaurants you got to go to mamoon's for lunch for, for sure because sure, that's going to be the best bang for your bunk i, I think i live on there. McDougal. yeah the, the yeah. spot in McDougal. uh that a lot of like the smaller spots like that there's also uh the spot
0: across the street was pretty good too i think it was alibaba's
2: um yeah yeah, yeah. never had a line which is great yeah um there um around the corner from my office here you got to go to bomonti's mm-hmm. which is Ooh. crazy yeah Red um,
0: sauce,
2: white tablecloth. You know, a lot of the red sauce spots. You guys are a big fans of Bone. that's yeah. is... <laughs> I heard.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bimonti's rumor has the, it yeah. potentially the oldest restaurant in New York City. Right. That's. I thought that claim. was Finelli.
1: I thought that was the whole vibe with Finelli. I don't know. I think or maybe Finelli's
0: the oldest bar.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Now the oldest bar is the Ear In, like all the way on the West Side. Like, Finelli has some wh-
1: claim, but whatever. Either way, well, they're all great. Maybe places it's like the like yeah, 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 oldest
0: cafe in Soho. But the Ear In on like 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 West Houston, like all the way in the West side is the oldest shit. Okay. Monty's claims to be the oldest restaurant. And then, but yeah, all these places are great. But is the best
2: man. And you could feel it is when you're in there. It feels <laughs> the old. Yeah. 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 Uh, Anything else? There's so many, man. Uh, let, let me write down a list. And What's your top you pizza that. spot right now? My top pizza spot from proximity to where I am, uh, where the office is, definitely best pizza mm. next door Have is fire.
1: No, but I know you talk about it all the time. That place yeah.
2: is really good. Uh, that's been my go-to now, well, it's fucking right slices. here. It's next yeah. door, so
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, meets and cheeks time. Kev, got to do up. it. Yeah. yeah. What's the biggest cum stain you've ever had to clean out of a vintage drawing? Oh my god, it's <laughs> happened.
2: Uh, <laughs> You're like, what? you know what? I knew it was coming. Uh, well, no pun intended. Something sh- that I pick and then find. Full of cum? <laughs> yes.
1: Well, I don't What's, know about what else what else full it, of covered like, in. Covered maybe. in. Not what else, covered would it, what the, the else would it what else would Or you don't know. He's not he's not fucking taken to the crime lab.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what the I could
1: only, you know, I do you, so if it, you see something with like blood stains or what you perceive to be bodily fluids, would you still cop it and try to clean it, or is that like, okay, I'm out? Depends on how
2: dope it is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if it's something that I've never seen before and really want and it's covered in blood I'll probably buy it um, that's how you get it
0: it's like the hell's angels <laughs> yeah, <for> yeah. Real. <laughs> yeah.
2: They, 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 there's like a, a New York housing uh, authority Nitra like yeah like a, there's a NYCHA umpire like softball tee behind you somewhere but it's just covered in blood I don't know <laughs> wow.
1: Charge the mound dude yeah, someone charge the, the mound dude crazy game
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah like I, I would never find that anywhere else though so I, I just need to have that for the archive but uh, so you've yeah. seen plenty of blood plenty of blood there's plenty of shit plenty of shit yeah See, Do you man?
1: need to have a strong stomach to, to pick in these like you're talking about that disgusting cat piss murder basement and shit like that
2: so yeah sometimes you know it gets kind of gnarly even like some of the thrift stores are fucking disgusting you <laughs> yeah know, the, <laughs> it's a fact yeah um, keep, keep that mask my G? yeah oh yeah even but,
1: but it's not something that you like it you like really bug over like it is just an occupational yeah. hazard i guess right yeah
2: sometimes you just gotta let shit go you know, he yeah. like, can't take it off the rack so lar- that's
1: covered in nut we're gonna yeah let's yeah. move down the rack so
2: largest comes in we never <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so what's the,
1: it's, the it's diameter it's of square footage <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: maybe, maybe like three and a half square feet <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> like, like all over print that is like a massive, nuts. Nuts. Damn. Yeah.
1: massive
0: nut <laughs> uh, yeah kevin uh obviously we fuck with you heavy bro um we're so Thank happy you. that he came on the only podcast that matters fantasy explosion is killing it the proof is that you are our first vintage dealer that we've had on the pot
1: that wow. was worthy of of doing the run of show and having a kind of like, you know, above the ears conversation yeah. about this world, which that, I, which speaks volumes to you. one James Us. and myself. Yeah. And then also, I guess, you
0: yeah. that being said, bro, uh, we love what you're doing. We know that, um, you know, the white hats coming out. I fan mode. You reserve mine. Uh, Lawrence is going to I'm going to need ask that you for a flow team Got
1: because he's, he's broke. Yeah, I could repost it on stories. Still gotta, you know
0: I mean, my man does not even have a 2010 Honda CRV. Um, <laughs> we want to offer up some constructive criticism, though, because we want to see you take it to the next level, mainly so that you can vacate this office space and we can take it. Yeah,
1: this is the perfect <laughs> size for sure.
0: Like, yeah. I, there's a fucking SIG smoking area out uh-huh. back for Larry. Absolutely. I could see a mini fridge in here just fucking <laughs> stuffed to the gills yeah. with bud bottles. Cacti. And some Orion <laughs> Okinawa beer and some cacti's. Yeah. Um, a lot of flat surfaces for, you know, some other stuff. Uh, so <laughs> this is first a piece podcast, of constructive please, criticism, collaborate with Throwing Fits, yeah, bro. the only podcast that matters. Let's
1: do it. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. This is a verbal contract. Let's do it. I'm down. Sick. I wonder what people would expect from us. And I know we, we've we talked a little bit um, Here's what we'll over do. a couple shots and a couple beers. You but... source and curate some teas, and I'm going to just nut all over them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's performance art,
0: dude. Yeah. yeah. It's on, on my dashed snow Damn, you're about to Damn, we're about to have another pandemic, dude, straight
1: from your fucking balls. You want to get impregnated <laughs> by horny Jimmy? Cop a tea from, oh. uh, <laughs> from Fitz <laughs> fancy oh, explosion. Oh, yeah. Don't just ring that over your pussy. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you're the one who brought it up. Uh, I'm just doubling down. Yes, so sir. there we go. Collab with TF. That could be Collab a thing.
2: Would great. I don't know if it's gonna be uh, full of cum, but it's right. Be a but fun something, one. something. Yeah, yeah. Mine will be full.
0: Of
1: cum. Yeah.
2: <laughs> my my
0: pers- yeah. my sample. Yeah. yeah. My uh, sample will have my seed sample.
1: Here's another way that we could link up, James and I. You know, obviously, big brains. We're humble geniuses and like you. That's why sure. we get along, Kevin. Yeah. And and James and I were talking about you know some potential opportunities here for everyone to make money. How about this? Why not open up our first ever wholesale merch account you cop the fuck up and you sit on those johns for 10 years dude. who knows how many people listen if we have 18 million right now 10 years from now we might be talking 18.2 i was gonna say a billion <laughs> but anyway and then when the shit is vintage you're slinging the vintage tf merch you know hey it's you know not not the worst idea the shit I is guess, bitcoin, you know. it's bitcoin it's only gonna appreciate yeah, appreciate. yeah exactly <laughs> dude. it's real we're listen maybe the real stonks where the <laughs> yeah. tf t-shirts and mesh shorts that we bought along the way i'll,
2: I'll dedicate some yeah. thought to that you know, yeah if i'll
1: think about it you know again <laughs> it's just like you know it's people helping people exactly. this again it's just us trying to help you you know have a long-term vision of listen what's going to be hot in the streets in 10 years we're not really sure but i can bet my fucking ass that it's going to somehow involve us assuming we haven't been canceled Why? by then, uh, which is also we're very canceled. possible i'm
2: still uh I, I, you, you tweet you hit me up dm me a while ago promised me a pair of shorts that I never got. Really? Yeah, man. Wow, dude.
1: Bad look, Jim. Bad
2: look. (laughs) I am not...
0: Throwing the Merchman under the bus, but I, will, I'm going to follow up and I will
2: circle back. Yeah, let's see if I can get a pair of those. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: yeah, yeah. we
1: might, we might have a couple lying around. I think we. They might have come stands on yeah, them, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> you some thank you for yeah, coming on the Kev. only
0: podcast Course. that is Where can the kids follow? You? Yeah, plug your shit, dog. Uh,
2: you can follow us on Instagram, uh, Fantasy Explosion. When you say us yeah what's the, yeah. What's the yeah,
1: what What do we is it you and leah who no
2: well yeah Leah's definitely a huge part uh, of fantasy as well but um yeah i have a lot of uh homies that help me out with fantasy uh particularly uh, grom's my, my homie uh greg mattisich you guys met earlier mm. uh he, he does helped a lot us
0: flick it. up and he told yeah. me that someone's yeah.
1: taking a shit in the bathroom so,
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> he's good for all that type yeah. of shit yeah uh he's
1: got all the answers
2: <laughs> uh, he, he's like day one from like back in the day uh, and he works on a lot of creative with fantasy um, designs and shit like that. Um, And then I have my homie, uh, Brian Carlson, who also goes as Voyeur one. He's a street photographer, awesome kid, um, super talented. He uh, helps me out with a lot of the nitty gritty shit here um, to fulfill. So it is is a team operation. It's a team operation for sure. We so
0: follow it. the whole squad yeah. of Fantasy Explosion. Uh, your you personal wanna, account, we're
1: wanna, not giving that out. Let's just leave that. You to wanna, save wanna, that for yeah, Patreon yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: What you want to plug your shit? Like what? Do yeah,
1: you have some stuff. Yeah, let's the, come, the what's, horizon, what's the next like, shit that people need to save up their for? every, every After Friday they, at noon? Yeah. Right.
2: Yep. Every Friday at noon, we do a drop um, about a hundred pieces of vintage, and then sprinkled in uh, maybe once or twice a month, we do original souvenir items. Why Friday though? Like, does like does that
0: mean you have to work on the weekends? And like,
2: no, do a customer service, or are you just like. It's done I'll dress everything on Monday It gives me <laughs> a week to prepare okay. Like the mm. drop it, There's a lot of effort going in It just kind of happened You know
3: mm. Yeah.
1: Alright um, Kevin Thank you for- Thanks bud We appreciate you awesome, man Thank you
3: for hosting 100%. us too thank Chef
1: you. I'm gonna even slap that Jeezy Kanye. Ta-da.
3: Ta-da. When they see me off in traffic, they say Jeezy on oh, some other shit. Hey. Send them pussy niggas running straight back to the dealership. Look, I'm, I'm in my spaceship. Way. That's right, I work for NASA. This 7 is not a fraud. Call that bitch my bodyguard. Call that bitch your bodyguard. Yeah, that's my bodyguard. Hey. Wear a lot of jewelry. Young don't do security It was whiter than a napkin Harder than a dinner plate If you want it, come and get it You know I stay super straight Ran up in my spots And now I'm working out the super 8 Know you niggas hungry Come and get a super plate Y'all sing happy birthday Yeah, I got this super cake the carrot bracelet I use it like some super black. I, I put on for my city On, on for my city put on for my city On, on for my city Put on Telling me, blowing on asparagus, the realest shit I ever smoked. Riding to that trap from die. The realest shit I ever wrote. They know I got that rockin' So I keep that clock with me. Don't get caught without me, Coming from where I'm from. Call me Jesus Hamilton. Flying down Camelty. So fresh, so clean. On my way to Charlotte. I put on over my city. on, over from my city, I put